Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 184 of the Pico's Friendly Podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emilson, and joining me, we have my co-host, Anomaly. Hello. And uh, this week, we are back after the the maybe skip last week turned into actually skip last week. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> We are uh, catching up on news because we had a bunch of stuff. We got hero talents. We got a roadmap. We've got oh, tendril yeah. prog. Um, it's exciting. It's been quite the couple weeks. So uh, how about uh, how about telling us about your tendril tendril times? Yeah, you know? t- tendril is an awful fight that you do the first thirty seconds of. I think four hundred times, and then you kill it um so yeah so we are we've had what i think two full raid nights of progress about 130 or so wipes so far pulls in yeah um have gotten a little bit more consistent at the end of our progression on thursday saw p2 um probably like five to like probably like yeah between like five and ten times um which i think is pretty good um but yeah it's still it's it's hilarious the amount of like 30 second wipes we have that are just it's just bad it's just ugh. like yeah. i don't know what like the 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 part that i hate the most is essentially the second roots right where yes. you are running oh getting rooted and hopefully getting rooted in a spot that fire doesn't hit you and then if you have a like a like a freedom break right you break your roots and then hope that all the ads spawning die quickly enough and don't wipe the raid when the stars come in <laughs> from like two shotting people um yes so yeah, no, it's a uh, it, it is it is not my favorite P one. I'll say, however, getting into P two and doing that a little bit, like we've seen up to the second seeds, I want to say, like a couple times. Um, yeah. But um, definitely the first seeds. P two much better. I would take P two over P one any day of the week. Well, um, do you know what P one is or P two is missing? What is it? Fire beams. That mechanic is not present in phase two at all. Which is honest to God, like it is so. I don't know. I wait until phase be- three when you have to do the fire beams. There's the the very first overlap is um, you do dispels, you do roots. Then there's or it's what is it? It's like fire beams into dispels into roots into f- seeds. Possibly, yeah, seeds plus more fire beams. I think it's like it's yeah i don't know i the, the, what i've been told is like that first overlap like the first overlap in phase three and the second overlap in phase one are like the just yeah, the wildest yeah the killing part yeah because like i there was many a pull in p1 where like i because i don't free myself in roots i actually free our priests because of the way our raid comp is set up we have so few range that like it's either going to be a priest or our invoker need to be our first to spell and yeah. so, like, it's essentially like they need to be free immediately, and we don't have any other freedoms to to sort of spread around at that point. Yeah. Um, and so, having to position myself, basically doing a fucking geometry problem in my head about like, okay, I see one beam coming ahead of me, one coming from the side, but this one is the first beam, and the second beam is going to be offset a little bit, so I can't like move like too far out of that one. Yeah. Because then I'll stand in the second one. And I always got to watch my right for the stuff that's coming late. Yeah. It's just like. It got to the point, I, like one pull, I, I think I almost broke my mouse because I did it perfectly, perfectly positioned. My root was broken late, but I didn't die. And then I had to loop around for, I like I looped around for some reason 
And as I'm running to loop around, there's a late fire beam that I run straight into like five oh seconds God. after yeah. everything's done. And my radar is like, what are you doing? And now I'm like, I, I don't want to talk about it. Cause like right now I'm so mentally drained for the past, like 30 pulls of trying to position myself perfectly doing it, feeling awesome. And then running into a beam, which is like, ugh. yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're at a similar point in product to you guys. I will, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pull up product stats uh, and stream for, oh, for nice. these two. Uh, because I want to show something because there's a thing that I want to talk about. I, I have a thing to not do. If you are going to start tintral progression, do not do this. So I'm going to pull up. This is this is a noms guild. Um, and the, the thing I want to highlight is that they've got this nice, you know, seven and a half hours on the raid boss, 133 pulls. Um, you can see the, um, well, if you're watching the stream, you can see the uh, brownish dots towards the end that are, that are phase two pulls. Good stuff. Um, I'm going to now switch to my guild. Uh, (laughs) Which, this is what you don't do on Tindril. So we have 8.6 hours, so another extra hour beyond what what, uh, you guys have. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we got 194 pulls, 60 pulls more. And that is because our first real night of Prague on Tindril, um, we just hardcore chain pulled like absolutely hardcore chain pull just trying to like get through that that first overlap did not really take time to um work things through in between mm-hmm. pulls was not great um it kind of was burning people out too like i think everybody that i talked to is like this was the least fun kind of oh yeah <laughs> ray night and then after we've come back and we started you know we, we sit down after a wipe and we like talk through it and figure it out um has been uh, a lot more enjoyable for people. We are getting like to the same point that you guys are. Uh, we're, yeah. we're hitting phase two. We're making it through that first set of seeds. We've done that a few times, two, three times. Um, and seeing that second set of seeds, uh, haven't yet to get that one done yet, mm-hmm. but we're, we're getting there. And we're starting to get really consistent at phase one which feels nice. Like the end of our raid night, we were just like, not every pull was a phase two or intermission pull, but we probably like our last 10 pulls are probably 80% phase That's two or, yeah. or, or at least hitting the intermission. Um, and there's a lot of like, uh, we had a couple, it was so depressing. We got to the, you know, the end of the phase where there's the double fire beams that you get out of. And yep. then, the boss like pushes you back and we get there and we have like either everybody alive or like one person died and we b-res them and then just people get pushed into beams oh dude yeah and just like lose ha- a quarter of the raid it's like what are you doing yeah we 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 need to wipe now we aren't gonna do supernova four dps down <laughs> yeah no yeah we we too the whole mental thing i think is was big for us too because like we took two breaks on thursday so thursday was a full nothing but tendril and so like we yeah. literally took we took two i think it was two 10 minute breaks or even maybe like a 15 and a 10 minute break like um you know just to just to give people a chance to like walk around because like yeah like you can get to the you can get into tendril where like you're chain pulling like you're wiping every 30 seconds and like you're chain pulling every like you're doing like you know in a 10 minute span like maybe five six attempts right yeah. which is just wild like it's really it's yeah. really quick and so um yeah no we we definitely have added two breaks and like i think we'll continue to re-clear i think at least this week we'll at least do this so we got the skip so maybe we don't re-clear everything we basically just do the skip bosses but i don't think we'll yeah. ever extend on tendril just because i cannot 
like if we did eight hours of progression a week on tendril i like if if maybe if we're close to a kill and it's like okay like this tuesday we're going to extend because like we're hitting phase three consistently from last right. week and like we think we're going to kill it but um that's a that's a is a rough mental boss um I'd yeah say. we we might be extending um we so the other thing that's going on and i'm sure you guys had to deal with this too is the roster boss um where we don't have two paladins in our raid mm -hmm. period um so we're already playing on hard mode because this fight yep. is a basically a comp check on how many people can either free themselves or how many freedoms you have and normally what people do is you have two paladins and you can freedom uh the last two people to get the fiery growth debuff on every set mm -hmm. um and it just works out because freedom is a really low cooldown uh we have one paladin supposed to have three hunters we have yet we have like we've had one raid night <laughs> where we had all three there and we've had basically like two and a half raid nights on this boss nice and I, I say that actually the half raid night is the one that we had all three hunters god yeah so the, <laughs> the comp check on this one's tough too for us too because like we we have the additional like we have an additional issue of like because you run so much melee right like that's the problem is like you mm -hmm. want to run as many what is it like it's only it's eight melee i think you want or something like that or yeah. 10 melee something ridiculous um and so we don't have a like we don't have a druid like in they, the raid well so we have a druid but both we have two druids but both of them play boomkin and boomkin's just our boomkin's like feral on it yeah yeah so like we had a boomkin our boomkin went feral he hates his life like he has been literally a, he, him and i have been in this guild probably since he was in before me but so we've i've been raiding with them since hfc so like what is that like 10 years or something he has always been boomkin every uh -huh. tier every rate like have, have never seen him heal he tanks and keys that's about it but like literally always always boomkin and never feral and like him playing feral is so hilarious he literally like i whisper i'm like hey how's it going he's like i hate my life he's like can we just kill this <laughs> boss like <laughs> i don't want to be here yeah i um, mean our, our our feral should or our boomkin that's playing feral um played windwalker for us before have played other melee gotcha. so they're like they're not they're not a diehard uh boomkin player but they they have historically mostly been ranged like they played evoker for us the past couple tiers yeah i think the uh legendary situation pissed them off so badly that they needed to uh <laughs> not play evoker because they didn't they didn't get the legendary until like two weeks before this patch it, it was oh jesus ridiculous uh they, they had i think it was two resets with the legendary um so they they got we gave them pi on every boss what one of those two resets <laughs> so they can actually awesome. like let's you play know, around with it. it yeah that's funny um yeah no yeah that's uh that's funny but yeah no that's this boss is it's a slog um to get through so um and the funny thing is too like looking at wipes at least wipe counts like firex seems like a much lower wipe count although similar progression time so yeah um which i don't which i i don't know yeah. i don't know about you i don't like quick wipe boss fights i don't like this 30 seconds get to a point and like just die yeah uncontrollably so yeah so um, like for, for reference on the numbers on this um tindril uh there are 73 uh public kills that are on prog sets and the pull count for those is 313 to 417 is like the middle 50 percent 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's very high. That's a lot of pulls. Oh, yeah. uh, the amount of the actual like raid time for that is twenty one to thirty hours. Uh, Byrak is one hundred ninety four to two hundred seventy seven pulls. So the top end even is lower than the bottom end of Tindril. Yeah. Um, but the the actual like raid time for that is 20 to 28 hours. So it's like almost identical raid time. It's just that because you're not wiping at this. Oh, like, yeah. Phase one it, on on Tindril is one of just the wildest parts of the fight. Um, like I, I've been doing some looking at what phase three is like. And phase three has that overlap at the start that is just bonkers. And you get through that. And I'm not going to say it's easy. That is how we we like underestimate it and die to it. But it yeah. is not like the overlap in phase one exactly you you for i i guess like for people that aren't super familiar with the fight on on mythic like on heroic you can just freedom yourself out of the root and it's fine nothing happens on mythic if you do that it spawns a treant the treant pulses damage on uh the second set of roots in phase one on mythic there are so many fire beams and the roots have so much health that you cannot sit in the roots, basically. Like, you need an yeah. immunity to be able to sit in the roots. You need, like, a nether walk kind of deal um, to be able to sit in the roots because you're going to get hit by a beam, and the beams are a one-shot. Um, so everybody gets freedoms on the second set, and you spawn 20 treants. Yep. This is actually, like, the, the secret boss of this boss, besides the roster boss, is the FPS boss. The frame rate boss, because that Dude. overlap, like the the list of things where like people have to do for this, is just like it's turn off details, turn off plater, or at least turn off the nameplates for yep. for the roots and the treants. Um, it's uh, turn off combat logging. So <laughs> the uh, stupid queuing, man. Ugh, the yeah. uh, the combat logging thing they didn't fully implement it apparently for this patch. So like, um. But they changed something because we didn't have this problem before, even on things like Denathrius, where yeah. which is a very similar situation. Um, but it's just like you have 20 treants out, 20 people are DPSing them, they are pulsing damage on 20 players, and that's triggering like you know, healing and stuff from 20 heal or not 20 healers, but you know, four healers on 20 players. And it's just like a ludicrously high event count. And that's what causes all this stuff to break down. Like this is this yeah. is why details and player cause performance problems there this is why um some weak cores cause performance problems this is why the combat log causes performance problems and it's just like okay so just like i'm the one who logs um because i have a very uh aesthetic ui setup and i can <laughs> actually like i don't have to turn anything off <laughs> fair enough <laughs> fair enough yeah, no, this uh, but, that is uh, the that is the one part of the fight where like yeah, I get I go down to like one FPS and like again sitting in my roots, I am slamming my roll key like while still trying to heal just to make sure I can get out of whatever fire is heading my direction. Hopefully, it updates in time and I hit the right you know frames to get out of it. But yeah, no, it's a you know, we'll probably be talking about this for the next couple of weeks. Our progression here, but um, but yeah, tendril is is something. Um, just one of the one other thing before we jump into like some of the notes and stuff for this week is there was a, a set of nerfs to smolder on we didn't get a chance to talk about this but this came in basically the week before christmas um with that reset and so what they ended up doing was 
uh, a couple of what look what seem to be annoying things, but actually turned out to be not so annoying in the grand scheme, at least for us. So the one thing they did was they fixed the way the mythic mechanic works on Smolderon, the Seeking Infernos, which are the orbs that you need to soak. Uh, and you can't soak more than two at once because you get a debuff that should take increased damage from the explosion. Um, they basically changed it so those no longer display at least their threat table to the UI or to like the game client, which is how people were detecting when you had the uh, Seeking Infernal like chasing you right because the orbs themselves had a threat table and then the weak ores you know could do a calculation and say okay these guys have threat on these things they're targeted by them and this is the order you explode them um, so blizzard fixed that basically removing the threat information from the seeking infernals and so um and so uh basically all the automatic yep. recourse for it broke yep which pushes you into using a macro for it basically like you can still use a macro to to communicate and say like hey i have the i have the orb mm -hmm. um so there's that, and um, there's also a weak card that makes the size of the like, hey, you've been targeted by an orb text really mm -hmm. big. So we yeah. use the we switch to those two things. But in compensation, they did nerf the number of orbs, which uh, from from four orbs to three orbs, which was actually a very sizable, uh, oh, yeah. sizable nerf that made it so much easier. Yeah. Um... And we actually don't use any sort of macros. We just naturally call it. Really? Yeah. So it's for us. It's we have a we actually have a twenty first person um, that sort of will call things whether they're in or out of the raid. It's our raid leader basically sometimes and sometimes not. So he takes on the role of calling that. So yeah, he'll call it for us, and it's really simple. Really, no change to that. Yeah. But the biggest I change mean, for us, or sorry, I, I I was speculating about this with people before that it might be possible to do that, and it sounds like it is. Like we're yeah. we're using the macro. Um, because it does, I think, make it easier. Um, yeah. But we also have somebody reading off the list and calling people. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's both ways. Yeah, or just as easy. So. Um, so yeah, so we did that for that, and I think what was actually the bigger change was that the flame waves, which are the flame things that emanate you from half the raid, basically when you get the debuff. Yeah. Um, that was reduced from five flames that spread out around you to only four. So basically, you know, a reduction of one, which to me is like we lost more people to that ability, I think, than like miss soaking an orb or like, you know, yeah. something like that. So, yeah, that was a big change, I think, in our mind, at least for our raid was that, yeah, there's basically, you know, 10 less waves to dodge every every time. Yeah. Um, across the, the raid. Uh, so. <clears throat> the secret impact of that is that now Disc Priest is a little bit less mandatory on this fight, uh, I'll say. Yeah. So uh, on Smolderon, we did not get it two weeks ago. We got it last week. Um, so we've now got two kills on it. Mm -hmm. uh, we we went back and we had a Disc Priest on it this week. And uh, for, for reference on how well this Disc Priest did on this fight, they parsed a one. Not nice. rank one, a one. Oh, not nice. <laughs> um, but the fight was so much easier. <laughs> they literally, all they did is like eight of, what is it? it? Like six of eight of the healing absorbs, they just completely deleted. The other two, they messed up their ramp. But nice. the six of eight that they deleted, it was night and day. It was completely different. It was just so much easier for people. Um, and... I really wish we had we had a holy priest and they weren't playing disc because reasons. And um, I really wish that we had made them or had asked them to play disc. Uh, like we were concerned about the HPS, 
but you clearly don't need it because you can parse a one on disc yeah. priest and just by erasing the healing absorbs um it's, it's uh it's so much it's, nicer <laughs> it's incredible yeah. so um if you're doing this on mythic if you've got a disc priest even if they're not doing great as long as they are doing those ramps on those uh on those healing absorbs they can do nothing else in the fight if they do that and they don't die it's worth it it is so worth it yeah no yeah and i think yeah it's just the yeah the fight itself uh it's a it's such a sizable like the numbers on paper look very small but like the wave change to me is so sizable that like um yeah. Yeah, it makes the fight i'm not gonna say free but like having killed it with five waves coming out versus four it's like night and day like it's like yeah, a, it's a it's totally significantly yeah significantly nerfed um which always sucks like we we had you know like a two percent maybe even a sub one percent wipe i don't remember before mm -hmm. on the uh on the week before the nerf and then coming coming in and having it nerfed pretty heavily always kind of sucks but yeah um moving on a little bit there were a few firex nerfs neither of us mm -hmm. are on firex so it's hard for us to contextualize this there are two though that target one of the comp checks on Firex. So that is the mm -hmm. Screaming Souls. Uh, they increase the cast time of their Searing Screams on Mythic from two seconds to four seconds, which I think matches Heroic now. Mm -hmm. um, and then they reduce the health of the Screaming Souls by 20%. And so the reason that this was a comp check, uh, basically, is that you... Well, you still basically have to have a Blood DK. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you don't need to also have a holy paladin. So what people are doing is that you would have your holy paladin use blessing of autumn on the blood decay to reduce the cooldown of uh, mass grip by ten seconds, mm -hmm. which then makes it like you take the ninety second mass grip that reduces it to a minute twenty, which is exactly the amount of time between the sets of screaming souls. Yeah. And so you would get to mass grip both sets. And now you you don't super need the the mass grip on one of the sets. So you can make up for it with just like Abomination's Limb. Yeah. Which a DPS DK can actually bring. So you don't even really probably need a Blood DK now. It's, it's super good. So you should play one. But like if you have two DPS DKs, you probably do it with that. With yeah, just exactly. like each of them playing Abomination Limb. Yeah. No, yeah. So that those are those will be, yeah, again, I think those are mostly just make the intermission. The intermission the, or those inner that what's phase the, two easier yeah. yeah yeah um but no it's uh we'll probably see some more nerfs um yeah hopefully uh, over the next couple of weeks but um but yeah no that is uh that's sort of the the nurse and sort of what we've been rating um if we move on to a couple of topics then i think the main thing we're going to talk about is just roadmap stuff and some hero talent so um again it's end of year so 2024 is upon us as we record this within probably the next 10 hours or so well if you're east coast time uh you'll get to celebrate new year um if you're like my cousin there in australia uh they've already celebrated and already texted me <laughs> happy new year very very intoxicated um but no so uh there is a couple of sort of year end retrospectives you can say so blizzard put out a video um of sort of the 2023 world of warcraft sort of retrospective with a bunch of um, just, uh, you know, highlights of different content that was put out over the years. So you've got like clips of like the Raid Race and Amidrasil. Um, you've got highlights of the Hardcore um, Makura uh, tournament that I think OTK put on um, the Avarice World first. I always forget Avarice was also this year. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, so world first I mean, up there. Then. For for a lot of us, uh, Vault of the Incarnus was also this year. I mean, obviously, like oh, Armageddon yeah. was this year, but like we kill, when did we kill Rasageth? I want to say it was like February. Guys, we got three. We get three tiers, two tiers. Wow, we are the the launch timing of um like Vault of the Incarnates launched mm-hmm. beginning of December, and Amiatra still oh, dropped yeah. the end of November or mid November. Um. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we killed we killed it. We killed Razgath in March this year. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot crazy. of content. A lot of content. Um, they, the whole like like Dragonflight, the content for it has been good. They have done good. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't realize. Yeah, March. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, tons of uh, tons of the little just a little video. It's like a minute or so long. Just a bunch of little clips of the recaps and stuff that happened this year, which is cool. Um, if you want to, uh, if you want to relive twenty twenty three, and then um, Mike Yabara, um, Blizzard president, I guess, or yeah, pe- person in charge at over in Blizzard, um, did his retrospective um, sort of note to the community, sort of covering everything that happened in twenty twenty three. Um, across all the different, you know, Blizzard games. So, you know, Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, of course, um, Diablo, Overwatch, things like that. So um, some interesting stuff there, a couple of interesting stats, um, you know, that of, of things within each game. Um, and sort of a look ahead at, at this year coming up, which, um, you know, I think we all know War Within for World of Warcraft's coming. There's apparently an expansion for Diablo 4 coming out. I don't mm-hmm. I feel bad. I haven't really loaded that game since pre-season one yeah um, i mean I, I played the current season the current season is actually like good pretty good yeah I, I had a good time with it i i hit like i finished the content basically i i lucked into playing basically the best build in the game just entirely oh, nice. by accident because i decided i wanted to play lightning sorcerer and lightning yeah. sorcerer has a completely busted build That's uh funny. so I, I i hit like level 90 and was doing the like ubers content and just like killing them in 10 seconds. Very oh, nice. Very busted. <laughs> very easy. That's awesome. Um, uh, yeah. And nice. basically haven't touched it since, but also, you know, that was a solid, you know, a couple weekends of play and that was, that was fun. So nice. anyway, back on topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, so really good little just retrospective plus a look ahead um to 2024 which i mean to be fair should be pretty good you got yeah diablo 4 expansion there's apparently a battlegrounds mode in hearthstone where you can play with a friend called duos yes is that I live that yet in, no i played it at BlizzCon. that seems fun i'm a huge battlegrounds dude we like, like. we had people um the lines for this at blizzcon were long like there's a not to get too much into the stuff there was to do at blizzcon but this was one of the things to do at blizzcon that people nice. were very excited about and it it had very long lines, <laughs> but people from my guild managed to get in and they had uh, basically three groups of two that were all doing battleground duos against each other. Oh, nice. Uh, and so that was cool. That was like some people that are super into battlegrounds and some people that like they play, but not super mo- like. Not yeah, yeah. And, and that was that was just really cool. Oh, nice. Nice. So that'll be fun. Yeah. But then, of course, War Within, which is launching later this year, which we'll get into because we have, um, I guess, uh, a little hero bit of, uh, yeah, a little, we got hero talents and roadmaps to talk about. So um, cool. I think, oh, sorry, just one other minor. I don't even know why I put this in the notes. One other super minor thing, but they added sparks to the whatever vendor, the like you have a trash yeah. vault vendor. 
Um, so you can now buy a single spark of dreams for six tokens, whatever they're called, aspect yeah. tokens. Um, if they so yeah. if these were still like max eye level, then yeah. like you could do this last year where you would just buy sparks and yeah. just craft extra things, but you eventually are able to do that anyway. So if you have a, a thing to socket, it's worth it to just socket instead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or even to be fair, hold on to sockets. Like that's. I think I, I'll. Yeah. I think I took my first. Oh no, I lied. I've been, dude. My vaults, just a quick aside, have been dope. I am three yeah. out of four mythic tier set items, uh, yeah. with having looted zero from the raid and nice. catalyst zero. By the way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, vaults have actually been really good. Uh, I I took so. my first socket this week, and I put oh, it. Nice. I forgot. So I have. I put it on the mythic ring, which is like that's that's great. That's a ring I'm not going to replace. I yeah. forgot I had a mythic helm in my bags that I was waiting to just like catalyst and replace my heroic helm yeah. because my heroic helm had the socket on it. Gotcha. The socket, so I just needed to wait until I got a socket and I forgot I could have had an eye level upgrade <laughs> on my helm and a socket this week. Way to go. Way to go. So uh, next socket goes to that. Gosh. Um, awesome. But yeah, maybe let's uh, let's get into some some roadmap stuff um for this week so uh blizzard um right before christmas dropped uh two big roadmaps basically so they split it up between world of warcraft classic roadmap uh which would contain you know season discovery wrath classic eventually catechism classic and then hardcore um and then they gave retail has their own uh roadmap so starting with the classic roadmap i will just maybe briefly touch on this biggest thing is um we're gonna get cataclysm classic this summer um, so that's when they're targeting a launch, which will be awesome. Um, I think at this point it'll, you know, that puts it, if you're watching retail, puts it hopefully in the lull of season four of retail. Um, and really right before, you know, the launch of war within, um, we get some cataclysm classic work going on, which will be fun. Um, but then the big news, at least that I think is really exciting is early spring. We're going to get solo self-found classic hardcore. Um, which is if you're not familiar with what solo or what self-found mode is or what a self-found mode is, it's uh, primarily comes from, um, ARPGs like, you know, Diablos, uh, Path of Exiles, things like that, where, um, you can't trade loot. Basically whatever drops for you is what drops for you. You get to use it, but you can't trade it or give it away or do anything like that. Um, so they're adding that mode into hardcore, uh, wow, uh, classic. And yeah, you get, uh self-found mode which is really cool um it's a sort of a, a tougher we'll say mode um from a hardcore perspective but this but is yeah. uh that's basically how the hardcore like add-on worked yeah um before official hardcore support um but it was all like honor system kind of stuff like it had checks yeah. to try and make sure you didn't violate it but at the end of the day like if you wanted to go and like trade stuff on hardcore before you could do that. Yeah. Um, so solo self found here is going to be actually be enforced. Like you will, you won't be able to trade or use the auction house or mail things between uh, players, basically. So uh, yeah, yeah. And they also released then what we already know about, but the season of discovery sort of cadence, we'll say, of yeah. the content updates there. So level forty updates sometime later this this winter. Um, the spring will bring level fifty as the new cap. And then over the summer, level 60 and endgame will be the new cap with a surprise really at the end of next year. Um, endgame content updates for season discovery, which I wonder mm -hmm. what those will be. Um, I've been having a ton of fun, by the way, in season discovery. Like I 
if you haven't played it, I think it's a really cool way to uh, just hang out with your buds, I'll say. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have yet to hit level 25. I'm slowly working on it. They're like, we need another, we need another player. I'm like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll work. Maybe I'll work on that. I don't know. I've been. I'm on. I'm on break from work, right? And I've been doing other things that nice. I need to do or want to do, and I have not just like sat down and ground ground classic. Fair enough. It's a. It is a good time, I'll say. Um, but yeah, no. This is a, a really cool roadmap. Um, yeah, Cataclysm and the hardcore self will be fun, and Season of Discovery. I think has been a blast for me. So I'm. I'm super excited. Oh, I guess the one thing in Season of Discovery, if we care, Nomer Gone was announced as the raid. So there yeah. was some speculation the level 40 raid will be Nomer, which, uh, whew, good times, good times. So um, along with this, since we got the roadmap, um, we are starting to see things pop up on the old WoW CDN. So Cataclysm was up there a little bit before the roadmap or right around the same time as the roadmap was released. And um, yeah. It's good. Stuff's happening. Stuff's happening. Um, maybe moving on to the the topic that most people care about, the retail roadmap. Um, so we got the retail roadmap, um, basically laying out everything for the next year, um, which has some interesting things on it. So we know about 1025 coming later this winter. Um, and then there's a weird 1026 and skull and crossbones flag with nothing on it, which People are sort of wildly speculating about what this could be, what 1026 yeah. is. Um, people are saying, oh, there's going to be some pirate theme thing. Um, other people are saying they're bringing the hardcore rule, rule set into retail. Um, I hadn't heard that one. That one would be interesting. I, it, to me, the, the problem with that, we've talked about this before, about the biggest difference between, I'd say, retail and classic WoW is like in classic, the difficult content is solo based. Yeah. And the group-based content is fairly fairly easy. And the reverse yeah. is true in retail, where the solo content, very easy. And the um, the group content is harder. So, yeah, we'll see what this is. But randomly, no real news about 1026. Um, just a skull and crossbones. So I hope we get pirates. I'm hoping something to do with pirates. It's also like it's before the Season 4 stuff. Right, um, yeah. So we also we have season four on this roadmap. It's set slated for early spring, which um, would be like March. Mm-hmm. Um, so very similar time frame. Like, uh, what was it? Avarice released in April, right? Yeah. Uh, so so kind of like you shift the that timeline back a couple weeks. You get the season four launch timeline. Not super shocking. Right. Um, and then. Uh, that leads into the War Within at the end of summer, beginning of fall, uh, which is, I will note, very noticeably staggered from Cataclysm Classic release. Yes. Like, if you are, this summer is going to be jam packed. We're going to have at the beginning of the summer. We're, so, like, we go spring season four, we go beginning of summer, Cataclysm Classic, we go uh, midsummer. We have level 60 uh, season okay. discovery stuff. We go end of summer. We get a new retail expansion. Uh, it's it's packed. Uh, I will note that there's no uh, like end of year thing on this roadmap for retail. Um, yeah. So I believe so like on the on the uh, kind of season discovery one, there's like a big season discovery update apparently towards uh the end of the fall which would be like technically like november 
Yeah. Um, there's not really an equivalent for uh, The War Within. So that kind of leads me to believe that we're looking at like, a, so how long is was Avarice? It was mid-April, right? Like late yeah. April through uh, mid-November. Yeah. That kind of timeline, like if you shift it and you start it in September, right? Yeah. Beginning of September. Basically, uh, 11-1 in the the 2025 time frame. Yeah. Yeah, almost like, yeah, like a January... Or not even January, probably more like February-ish time frame for for eleven one, um, which I think makes sense. Like I think this end of summer war within, which to be fair would put that sometime in September at the latest, right? Because um, yeah. that's the end of Q three for for old Blizzard. Um, that's what I'm thinking. They'll they'll actually launch a September time frame, and then eleven five, you know, probably like six weeks later, early December, um, and then uh, then yeah, then we we'll get eleven one after the new year. But no, it's a uh, laying out i didn't realize so season four new mythic plus season i think was a little bit surprising to me um where we're gonna get that to me sounds like all new uh dungeons right yeah. like maybe a I new mean, that's set of what, dungeons. uh that's what season four was last expansion right oh, we got, what, the, we we got all the mega dungeons that was all the mega dungeons at once that's right okay you're fair i've heard forgotten about that um yeah. but yeah uh, no, so oh, there was uh so they did the the season four stuff was like only PvP season, new Mythic Plus dungeons, new raid stuff. The thing that is different here for season four is actually that they highlighted new open world stuffs. So that mm-hmm. kind of makes me think that between ten two five, ten two six, ten two seven, um, which is more dot patches than I expected to get at the end of the expansion. Yeah, we're gonna probably get uh, open wor- world reward eye level bumps to coincide with season four. Um, Getting a to, higher level so that stuff. so that. You know, people that are still doing open world stuff on their on their characters can, you know, get get new stuff too. Yeah, yeah, and they all, we also have here the pandemonium. Just one other thing in ten two seven, they have this time running pandemonium, which no one really knows what this is. But yeah, I I hadn't noticed this before. You know, normally it's time walking, exactly. But it's time this one is time running. running. Yeah, interesting. Which I wonder what that and look anything with pandas means Missa Pandaria, which to uh, me I've seen people expansion. speculate that this is the return of like challenge modes. I've, like, yeah, I've pan, heard that too. Panda actually, challenge yeah. modes, yeah. Which to me was I think so. I think challenge modes. I only did a couple challenge modes in when they were current. I think it's a yeah. cool thing if they. The thing with that though is like, I hope they don't bring back the same armor. If they, if this is challenge modes, right? I hope it's a different armor, even if it's a recolor of the same armor, but not the exact same armor. Similar what they did with um when they brought back ZA um yeah. with the bear mount, right? Like still yeah. the same model, just it was a different color. Yeah. Um so yeah, so yeah. I'm like it, as long as it's similar difficulty, like I yeah. don't have a problem with them bringing back the old armor. I think that was one of the concerns with the Mage Tower, where like the Mage Tower came back, and it had different rewards. And I think that was good because in virtually every case, it was a lot easier than yeah. Legion. Um, and I mean that there's a that's a little bit of a half truth because you could go in with Antorus like raid gear and just steamroll the Mage Tower at the end of Legion. Yeah, you could. <laughs> and and I do think that the Mage Tower we got in Shadowlands was harder than that uh yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah so, i mean like i did 
at the end of legion i did the hunt i did all of the hunter mage towers in a day which was like i had did not play hunter at all that expansion other than like world quest stuff so like yeah, yeah well it was okay hunter also had like just straight up the easiest mage towers. oh yeah, so, no, yeah they were a yeah. joke yeah yeah like, um, i did i did the the 200 mage towers without like with heroic raid gear from nighthold and i got them done in like you know an hour yeah and i went and started started working on the brewmaster one and that one took weeks <laughs> exactly exactly um but no yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited to see what this means like if it is challenge modes i think it's super super cool um but yeah no they've got the uh the 1027 and then shortly thereafter early summer we've got the pre-patch for 11 you know for the war within and then war within late summer so um an alpha starts like yeah you're right like the way that they've laid this out um between classic and this there's sort of something new in each of the versions we'll say of wow which is yeah to me like that's one thing i wanted to say was you were saying that is like i am playing wow like six nights a week now and like <laughs> playing like retail two nights playing wrath two nights you know playing you know classic with my buds like uh, season of discovery two nights and like having a blast which it reminds me of like when we i used to just mainline wow back when i was like in college and it was like the only game i played right and yeah. so very similar but it's something different like where like i'm excited to like okay retail excited to raid this week you know do tinder prog that's fun but then like immediately afterwards i'm like okay i need to do something else and it's not like i have to yeah. find a game it's like jump on sod level something or like head into like wrath classic and get ready for raid there so no it's yeah. uh i'd say they're doing it's weird but i think they're doing well right right now like in terms of yeah. like something for almost everybody so um also we completely skimmed through this i just want to repeat this with 10.2.5 we get dragon riding in the old world and oh yeah we just keep glossing over it it was like one of the big things we were talking about and there's just so much stuff on here that we're just like glossing over it now which is cool that's that's cool we've come a long way from like the bfa content drought like you remember the end of bfa like we got nyalotha for 11 months or something ridiculous like that and it was like yeah. the, the only content releases in bfa were the three raid patches that's it yeah <coughs> yeah no it's a it's a far cry we'll say from from like yeah even just a, an expansion ago which i think is which is good i mean it's cool like it's cool that they're able to pull all this out i mean they i don't think they're perfect by any means like i think we can yeah. talk about like each part of the game having like its own issues right like you know like season discovery people complain about balance all the time there right because like there are certain oh classes yeah they're just, a mess. yeah have you seen the stuff about the mechanical greench oh no have i have i used it yes i have it did literally so like i just a quick personal story we were doing sod last night with me i have a group of like six friends like that are playing it so like we we do sod every couple nights right because it's a three-day lockout we're in there last night me i have another i'm playing mage another buddy's playing mage he's a little bit of a hothead and we sort of jaw at each other throughout the raid it's always fun and so like on the last boss, I like pop my Grinch early and I don't say anything. And I'm just like DPS in a way. And he's like starting to, you know, he's, we've been jawing back and forth each boss. And I'm like, at about 30%, I'm like, where are you out on the meters, Ed? And he's like, what? he's like, what? He's like, why are you leading? He's like, why are you like beating this rogue? Who's like, was blasting the entire time. I'm like, I'm just good. You know, getting, getting lucky crits, playing mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, he looks at my mm-hmm, damage. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, the Grinch. He's like, I forgot to use mine. He's like, I specifically got it to save it. And I was like, oh, um, yeah. So yeah it's been funny i did i did ask argo if we could blacklist or like remove 
Gritch from or invalidate all the parses with Gritch in it. Um, it's been super funny. Like all of these random low level pets, like there's the dog whistle too, and like the spiked collar. Oh, yeah. That um, they just like summon pets for you that just auto attack, right? Yeah. Um, they're, but the uh, you're level twenty five. Oh, the pets. And are so like, these items, yeah. and some of them are intended for like level forty players. Or they come from like Scarlet Monastery, mm-hmm. um, and so they're really good. Yeah, it's very funny. Like all these items that like nobody thinks about coming in and just like like yeah like crushing meters things yeah yeah like it, it is on the one hand kind of frustrating but then also on the other hand it means that class balance is not a big deal because you could always do just fine <laughs> if you just have a dog whistle exactly yeah or like yeah some item which is yeah that's that was when i ask i ask the yeah, argo who also works at warcraft logs to invalidate logs he's like you literally save world buffs he's like no we're not doing that he's like classic is literally about finding every exploit you can to do more damage <laughs> i was like yeah fair enough okay i understood um, yeah uh, yeah Grinch is a weird one i've been uh detoxing from classic so i have not been looking at the channel but from what i understand it's a like it's a limited time thing it's a three use thing and then once yeah. you used it you like you can't get it until next year <laughs> exactly yeah that's the yeah and it's a 10 minute cooldown too so if you wipe when you use it you basically are, are screwed yeah um so yeah no so, it's a it's a fun little thing like i, I don't think i was just kind of joking around when i said that but um but no it's been yeah. a fun little a fun little toy to, to mess around with but yeah um season discovery stuff it's been yeah the ratings been fun and, and all that so yeah tons of wow content i don't know Whew. It's gonna be it's gonna be a busy summer, we'll say, which I think is cool. I really spring too, because I mean, season four, you'll get to redo all the you know all the raids and stuff like that. So, relearn Razageth again. Um, it'll be great. <sighs> uh, but yeah, uh, you want to switch over? We gotta. Oh yeah, uh, well, you want to switch over to holy or not holy hero, hero talents. talents? There we yes. go. Yeah, so I had yeah, the so- lightsmith one pulled up, so I had holy on the brain. No worries. Yeah, so they Blizzard did um, right before the Christmas break release a pretty lengthy um, article or sort of write up on hero talents, sort of talking a little bit about what to expect from these talents. You know how they've built the initial concepts concepts for them, um, how they interact with your current gameplay and your current talents. So it's a really good write up if you sort of want to get a preview of what healer sorry hero talents are going to look like. And they did release. I think it's four trees also. Um, at least the current versions three, of the four. Three. Oh, three. Okay. We got, uh, we got, so we got the one that they, did, 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 we did not get the one they previewed. It was, I guess we have four now because we got the mountain thing one at BlizzCon. Yeah. Um, so we've got Lightsmith for Holy and Protection Paladins. Um, we have Chrono Warden for Augmentation and Preservation Evokers. Uh, and we've got Sand Lane for Blood and Unholy Death Knights. Um, and, I will say that these kind of run the gamut from, you know, the Lightsmith one has a big mechanical hook. It's got this holy armaments thing yep. that spawns this object in the world that you interact with. And as you progress through the tree, um, you don't have to interact with it anymore. Somebody in your group can interact with it, which is very good for protection because sometimes you can't leave your consecration or move the boss to go pick up this thing that spawned. But one of your me- melee just like touching it gives it to you. So, yep. you know, there it's probably not going to be a big deal, um, but it, it's got this big like mechanical hook, this new mechanic for for you to play around with. 
versus like sand lane, which does not. Yeah. Um, so it, in some sense, like I'm going to borrow a little bit of lingo from like the Magic the Gathering community. The the uh, sand lane is a very spiky uh, hero talent tree as it's currently built. Where what that means is like it's somebody if you if you're really interested in just like power and you just like you know abilities that are good and do a lot of damage you know like the kind of flavor of the month kind of person um sand lane just like more numbers more bigger numbers yeah um little utility buffs but more bigger numbers there's really like it's another buff to track but you don't even really have to track it from everything i can see it's just your stuff is more damage and mm-hmm. you get probably some cosmetic stuff to go with it um versus lightsmith having this mechanic that you care about now, this is more of, um, I forget what psychographic they talk about for this, but there's, there's a different one that is like primarily, like if you're a kind of player that is interested in having this like thing to play around to, to work, uh, with, like you want to play around holy armaments and that is the thing that excites you. Um, it's very different, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's for a different kind of player. Um, so, and then we've got Corona Warden, which is just busted. So, you know, more augmentation being busted as hell. Hooray. Yeah. But <laughs> I think everybody honed in on the fact that Crota Warden gives augmentation evoker um, and preservation, but mostly augmentation because preservation honestly can use some OP stuff. Yeah. Uh, it turns their hover into a blink with a reduced cooldown. Um, and then also their blink uh, makes them take 30% less damage. Yeah. Uh, which is wildly powerful. Yeah, no, it's uh, they get more, a little bit more, a little bit, but they get more defensive value, yeah, from from their spells, yeah, which is, yeah, they the trees are, it's wild. Um, the trees themselves, I think, are are pretty, just from a structure perspective, are interesting in that, like, it seems like you're, we're all gonna get between three and four choice nodes, or at yeah. least three. I think every every of the trees had three choice nodes, and then just a pun- a bunch of passive boosts, um. I guess the, the Lightsmith one had four. Um, a yeah. bunch of just passive boosts to to, to different uh, either abilities, um, whether that's like just general abilities. Like I think the Evoker one, or sorry, the Chrono Warden one is like a living flame initial buff and then um, adds in like as you, any sort of um, essence-based ability you use has a chance to like put out three additional things that do damage and give you a chance to get gain essence burst, I think is what it's called. They're like yeah. free... Um, essence thing um so yeah so that's uh interesting in the trees a lot of just passive boosts to, to things that are out there with a couple of potentially mechanical changes so um yeah difficult to, to understand what we'll get as as monks um whether that's yeah. a a new mechanical ability uh in some of the trees or if it'll just be a, like deep diving into something that's similar i'm wondering you know particularly if we take paladin for an example because that's a that was the light warden was the tank healer um yeah. Uh, talents tree um i'm wondering if you know brewmaster when Missweaver will follow a similar thing where we get a new ability or new gameplay you know thing yeah um that's could have could have shared between because there's not a lot that's shared between brewmaster and Missweaver in terms of like a mechanic that makes sense to then expand yeah. upon like we, yeah. it's our there's rsk there's blackout kick you know there's jab or whatever it's called like tiger palm but like yeah those are basic damaging things um and so yeah it'll be be interesting to see what uh yeah. what they do so the, um, the psychographic i was thinking of for the the 
Pally one is the Johnny Jenny, like the combo one where you have a thing and you want to build around it and you want to make it do cool things. Yeah. And so like if if you're like, I, I want to make the holy armaments do cool things, like it it's really not that appealing if you're just like, I want power. I just exactly. want I want the best thing. I want my things that I have that I like to do to do bigger numbers. They're different different player profiles, like fundamentally. And I think um brief aside, the there are already on Wowhead up like initial reactions, at least to the paladin one. I think um, almost all of them I have a reaction now. Yeah, there was that uh, was the Christmas thing that was coming out over Christmas. So. Yeah, and the uh, the paladin one was very much like that was just the thing running through my head, mind the whole time reading it. Is they were not a fan of it. And I'm just like you're just not. This is just not the kind of thing that is ever going to appeal to you. Yeah, because exactly. it, it's it's like just reading it. Like you just want the things you, you just want the things you have to be better. And this is not, it's giving you a second thing to like try and play around. And if you're not interested in trying to play around that, like that's fine. You don't have to be interested in trying to play around it, but it's just not something for you. And exactly. Like, it's okay. I, I, I'm a big fan of them doing something besides like, you know, giving us just straight power on these, a bunch of passive buffs, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm also all for like, yeah, potentially, hopefully for our trees, we get some sort of, yeah, like gameplay change yeah. in them um yeah i mean i'll so. say like i skimmed through i'm playing blood right now i've actually got a i'll have mained blood for two out of three raids this expansion um and fake, fake monk fake monk um it's okay I, I mained it for five years and also last year so it's fine <laughs> um and like the sand lane one is just super uninteresting to me like it's just, yeah, just I, I i just skimmed it and i was like okay everything i do is just there's more it just does more, more stuff. A bunch of passive power, bloodworms 2.0, which is a super weird thing to like do. Like it's yeah. just like you read one of the talents, and it's actually just like the description of bloodworms with the the name of the like the model that it summons mm-hmm. being different. Like it's a blood beast instead of a bloodworm. And then there's there's further talents down below that like make it do corpse explosion and stuff when they die. So it's like. There's there's further things that like empower it to make it different than bloodworms, but the first one is just like it's bloodworms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know I'm I'm interested to see the rest of these. I mean, hopefully we'll get some more previews, you know, over the next couple of months, particularly because I think Alpha from the roadmap perspective for War Within should be yeah. end of winter, early spring. So within the next you know month or two, we should start seeing Alpha invites roll out, which will be which will be fun to mess around with if you get in. That's so. gonna be exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was gonna say I was really surprised to see these as early as we did. Yeah, before before Christmas, I think in my mind I was this was like a start of January, maybe get the first previews early to mid January. Um, but yeah, or out early, which is cool. Seems they're a little bit further along with some of these classes than other ones, so um, should be looking good. Um, so with the final maybe three minutes, unless do you have anything else on talent trees? Um, so we did get a question from uh, chat, which we'd like to get to because we love questions. Um, and their question, um, it's from Enzuru. En- Enzuru? I cannot, I'm terrible. Yep. Uh, uh, and they ask, um, how do you feel about the visual changes to make stuff less covenant-y? Uh, they cite things like Feyline Stomp and uh, to Jade Fire Stomp as sort of the, the conversion. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit. Um couple episodes ago but i am a huge fan um i'm a huge fan of just the particularly the jade fire stomp visual updates i think yeah 
the static images don't do it justice. The actual animation is just as good and in my mind better than Feyline was. Um, but yeah, no, I'm all for visual updates on things. I think even if the abilities don't change, I think it's cool when just you get something different visually. Because I think in my mind, that is the biggest strength that WoW has is the art team. I will go on like, you know, take this to my grave that I think WoW from a visual perspective is one of the only games that I think continually, any of the live service games out there continually knocks out of the park um, in terms of just like the art. Um, every expansion looks awesome. Every zone looks really cool. Uh, the amount of detail. It's funny. I r- Race changing is sort of brought to light that I don't look at character models enough, like player character <laughs> models enough, because like they are absolutely gorgeous, like in terms of like, armor and you know um all the models that that they've put together so now huge fan of the just the visual updates to to stuff whenever they come and if this is sort of i think some people yeah saying erasing uh erasing shadowlands from existence i don't think that's really maybe the point but i think it is cool that uh that uh they're doing sort of the um sort of the uh the visual updates to things um and just keeping in line with the class so I hope that they do like putting glyphs or something to pick the old animation. Like, um, it's fair. Having, having the ability, like some of them, I like the old, the night Fae one for mage. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I, I like that animation a lot. Uh, it, yeah, it's very much a covenant thing. Like there's no reason for a mage to be doing that seed thing (laughs) in, uh, in outside of the context of shadowlands, but, it does look cool. I like it. Uh, so I like to be able to like put a glyph on to make it like that. Um, yeah, true. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's... uh, But yeah, the the visual updates, I think, are always, at least in my mind, nice. And I think, yeah, to be fair, if you could, if they can make it a choice for the, per, for the player, um, I think it's cool. I will say, though, I'm liking the no transmog in Season of Discovery still um, because everybody looks Here, like a little You like clown your clown piece. outfit? Oh, dude, it's my mage just looks absolutely horrid although i will say like the the clown outfit stuff does not really kick in until tbc that's true yeah tbc is where you start getting the like pink and orange and bright green items and you really look like you're in a clown suit yeah Uh, and vanilla is a lot more like browns and grays and things that don't there are there are the odd like pink and gold and and that kind of item but it's not it's not every other quest like in tpc yeah no that is true that is true with that but no it's um yeah it's uh it's cool when that that stuff comes in so but yeah no i it's funny going from sod to retail is just wild in terms of like model complexity like i yeah it's very jarring but it's still it's fun it's fun so um so cool i think that i think that's about does it for the podcast i don't i don't think we have anything else to talk about um not yet not yet no. hopefully hopefully we'll be seeing some more hero maybe hero talent previews this coming That'd week nice. maybe some uh maybe some you know some tendril nerfs yeah i, don't, I wouldn't i wouldn't say no to some tendril nerfs if they by the way if they invalidate the need for me going uh gnome this week i am you'll still going, be gnome so you know what you're fine i'm gonna have a coronary i'm gonna like 
something's getting broken. So. It's okay. It's okay. I have to, you no, just, I have to go get find back my way to Valdraken, and then you never have to get lost in Stormwind again. That's true. You just don't go back there. Oh, I gotta find my way from Ironforge to Stormwind. That's what I'm gonna be working on this afternoon. Okay. I gotta, right, let, I me, gotta... let, me, let me go through it again. Flight okay. path from Ironforge to Stormwind. Okay. Then you fly over to the Mage Tower. Okay. It's marked on the map. Okay. You go Appreciate in the Mage Tower, and that's their portal room. Oh, okay, okay. And then you can just portal the Valdraken, and you're done. Nice. All right. And then I can set my Hearthstone there and never leave. Love it. Yes. I'm, yes. Uh, by the way, I'm 100% just paying a mage to pour me to Valdraken. <laughs> Why pay a mage? Pay a, pay a warlock. Oh, that's true. That's true. I get get, get a guild me. warlock and be like, just bully him and be like, all right, you three, you're summoning me to Valdraken. I just need to summon. I'm lost in Ironforge. It's very, very, very confusing. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that is going to be it for the show today. Thank you all for watching and or listening. And if you enjoy this podcast and you want to support it, and the other stuff that we do over on the Picas Reality, you can do that over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash And of course, come and join the Discord. That is the best place to, I don't know, there hasn't been any news recently, to, to chat about Alpha when it gets here and or Hero Talent previews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that is going to be it for the show today. Uh, and we will see you next week. Bye.